and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, long-term resident of Seoul, South Korea, and your guide to everything you need to know to perfect your K-beauty routine at home or, as the case may be, at school, which is what I wanted to have a chat through today. And by school, obviously, I don't mean necessarily grade school, although I know we do have a couple of listeners that, or parents of listeners that are in high school and whatnot, But what I really had in mind more so was people heading off to uni, to college, to things like that, whether it's back for another semester, uh, you know, anyone that has just a lot going on, a lot of stress, moving around, you know, from class to class, maybe even different campuses. Like I know when I went to uni, sometimes I would be on one campus and another time I would be on another campus for certain classes. So it's just people that have a lot going on in their day to day routine. And I'm sure there are plenty of other people that will be able to relate to this as well. So if you're not strictly speaking a student or your student days behind you, don't stress because I'm sure that you will be able to pick up some useful tips. It's just that the products and recommendations that I'm going to make are more for people that are in that phase of their life, probably dealing with slightly oilier, maybe more combination skin than a lot of us end up with when we're in our 30s, 40s and beyond. Uh, But stick around if you are keen to hear my recommendations. You know, we do have a lot of listeners that reach out that are after recommendations for their own children, even grandchildren. Sometimes I have people reach out and say, you know, my granddaughter or my grandson is maybe suffering from acne or, you know, this, that, and the other, what would you recommend? So if that sounds like you stick around, that is what we are going to go through on today's episode. But before we kick off, I thought I might just share what the situation is in Korea, given that this is a K-beauty podcast, we are discussing Korean beauty products, tips, recommendations, like what is actually going on in Korea for those in their teens and 20s. So increasingly, they enjoy shopping for budget beauty products. I think that's probably always been the case. Students in general do not have the same budget as working adults. Uh, Most of them are still living at home. And here it is very uncommon for people to have a part-time job. Again, that's a generalization. But while they are studying, it is not common, particularly for teenagers, to have like a second job. And, you know, I think this this really changes all over the world depending on where you live. Uh, certainly where I'm from, which is Australia, it was very, very common. I got my first job at 14 and have literally been working ever since. And I was definitely not alone, even in families that, you know, could afford, you know, to, their children didn't need their kids to like, you know, pitch in and help out with a family budget. That's just pretty standard practice in Australia. It's seen as good experience, uh, good for your resume, uh, you know, when you actually are going for your adult job, if you've done nothing for your whole high school and university career and then you're applying for a job, I think that would probably be looked at quite dimly by most employers. You know, what have you been doing? Uh, I 
know by the time I ended up getting my first job out of law school, when I finished university, I'd been working at a law firm for like seven years, doing paralegal work, doing legal secretarial work. So, you know, I was a pretty good candidate then because they knew that I knew my way around a firm. Uh, So that's pretty standard, but it's not the same here. And so that means that a lot of people in their younger years really are on a beauty budget. And one of the local retailers here is Daiso, and their sales have increased 70% year on year from January to June on the basis of their uh, teens, the the cosmetics that are popular amongst teens. So some of the most popular ones are products containing aloe vera as the primary ingredient, uh, the tone correcting products and pimple patches. Obviously, I will go through them in more detail. Uh, The other thing that's happening in the local market here at the moment is that the MZ or MZ generation, depending on how you uh, refer to it, in particular, are the main consumers of the vegan cosmetics that we have been talking so much about that have been trending now for quite a while. Vegan makeup, vegan skincare. It seems that every other brand these days, if they're not already vegan, they're turning vegan. And that is because this generation in particular, millennials and Gen Z, are conscious of buying products that do not contain animal ingredients in them. So that's sort of uh, the need to know about what's going on in Korea. Obviously, every individual retailer will have slightly different statistics. uh, And there are a lot of different online and offline retailers as well. There are some brands in Korea, in K-beauty, that are not more famous, but just they particularly do target those in their teens and 20s. And I'll go through some of them, uh, the formulations that they use, the pricing points and the availability of their products are just make them very accessible for people in their teens and 20s. So we will have a chat about some of them. But one of the main uh, categories of product that is trending here at the moment is, of course, the tone-correcting products. And that is a great option for people in their teens and 20s because often you are still dealing with breakouts, pimples, and then the post-inflammatory erythema, which is the redness left over after those pimples. So for on-the-go coverage... Uh, I have a really, really great recommendation for you. It is new. We've actually just got it in store at stylestory.com.au. And that is the 15 mil version of Dr. Jart's Sikapair color correcting treatment. So the full size comes in a 50 mil jar and it's not necessarily bulky or unfriendly to pop in your bag, but this one is even better. This is definitely a pocket friendly version, perfect for dealing with emergencies on the go. You know, maybe you prefer to go makeup free for lectures, but you're heading out afterwards for, you know, catching up with people or for a drink or something like that. If that sounds like you, then this is a really, really good option. You can just dab it over the top of any redness, uh, any pimples or things like that. And it just just brings everything down a notch rather than looking, you know, angry or whatnot. Um, I have tried out lots of different ways for using this treatment. And I think my preferred way of using it is probably just on individual spots itself. In terms of like putting it over your whole face, I'm not sure I love using it like that. Maybe around like my cheeks and nose, but I think that it gives the most natural look and works the best if you just apply it 
on individual spots. It's not the same thing as using a concealer. Like if I've got makeup on, I will just use a green concealer rather than this, just because I think that they're a bit longer lasting and do a, a better job of covering up. But if you're going makeup free and you just have a couple of spots, I think that this is a good option. And the 15 mil version really is handy. I just saw it in person the other day when we were moving warehouses and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is really cool. This is a lot lighter than the other one as well. So that's my first one if you are after something for on-the-go coverage. Now, for your face mist, you probably know if you've been listening to the show for a while that face mists are one of my absolute go-tos. And when you are at uni or even high school, you're walking around a lot, you're out and about, you maybe don't have access to, you know, a bathroom to wash your hands all the time. But if you are feeling just a little bit dehydrated, even if you need a bit of a wake-me-up, a pick-me-up during lectures, just spritzing a good mist on your face is such a good idea uh, and it means that you don't have to like carry around a whole bunch of different products. I remember some of my lectures were in like really old buildings that had like old air conditioning systems and they just like blast it full on and you're just like oh my god my skin is cracking on my face. If that sounds like you having a face mist on the go is amazing. A really cute option that I think is a good one for students is Hamish's Bulgarian Rose Water Mist Serum. And that has rose water as the primary ingredient, which can also help with redness as well. They've also got niacinamide in the formula, another great ingredient for people in this age range because it can care for pores and it's also a brightening ingredient. So just an all-around fun, cute product to put in your bag that actually does have good ingredients in it as well. Now, for pimples, obviously pimple patches are the go-to product for people in this age range in Korea. I think it goes without saying why. Uh, you know, you, they're just a great way to conceal spots at the same time as you can actually care for the pimples themselves. Our number one bestseller is the Subi Perfect Pimple Patch. Uh, there are lots of different options, but I think these are an absolute back-to-school no-brainer. I wish they existed when I went to school. Honestly, I really wonder if I would have had a very different schooling experience if pimple patches were a thing when I was at school. I remember when I was like in much younger school, the boys would be like, ew, that's so gross. Why don't you just pop the pimple? And I was like, look, I don't know a lot, but one thing I do know is that popping it is not going to help. But I'm like, oh gosh, imagine if we'd just had pimple patches. Probably the bo the boys would have found a way to pick on you anyway. It's like, Bleh, you've got a sticker on your face. Maybe, I don't know. But I just feel like that would have really helped. And it would have also really helped with the temptation to pick at them and potentially therefore the scarring. Popping pimples is like one of the quickest ways to give yourself bad acne scars. So I wouldn't recommend it. And these are just honestly a great option. I mean, there are even brands that make products that have like really visible pimple patches. That's not my personal jam, but I know a lot of people like them, you know, in the shape of like a Hello Kitty or a star or something like that. Personally, for me, when I'm using a pimple patch, I just want it to be as invisible as possible because, like, the whole world doesn't need to know. I'm like, it's bad enough that I know, but some people are embracing their pimples. I think that is fabulous. If that sounds like you, go for gold. Um, just find, like, a set that you're happy to wear around. Uh, but yeah, pimple patches is an absolute staple for most people in Korea and like for any age group too. I see people using pimple patches in their 40s and their 30s 
literally every age group that you can possibly think of. So they are a really popular product over here. Now for your lip care, if you are heading back to school, obviously you're going to want something that you can pop in your bag. Depending on where you are attending school, you may or may not be able to wear visible like lipstick, lip gloss or things like that. I know my school definitely had that rule when I was in high school. So our Jelly Co Gelato Glaze Lip Mask is perfect because it's multifunctional. You can use it as a traditional overnight lip sleeping mask. You can mix it in with other colors if you want. You can layer it. You can use it to prep your lips for makeup. But one of the ways that it does work is to kind of give you a your lips but better look. So it's not the kind of product that people are going to be like, you're wearing something, take it off. But your lips do look, you know, plumper, smoother and more hydrated than they do naturally. Uh, so we've been having a lot of fun seeing how people are using the product on social media and some people are like genius. I saw someone that was mixing in uh, just on their finger, which is the way I would suggest to do it, some of the Rare Beauty uh, blushes with the lip mask, sort of layering it like that on their finger and then applying it. If you are going to muck around with mixing lip products, the only thing I would say is don't do it in the jar and then store it for later. Just use it and apply it straight away. And that is because of bacteria and things like that that can grow if you are mixing formulas and you're not a chemist and you're not using, you know, different preservatives and whatnot. So just do it on the spot. Don't try and like preload it and save it for later. But there are so many ways you can play around with products like this. The other option I would suggest if you are looking for an actual lip tint, my favorites are the Romand ones. And we've actually got a little collection of minis that has three minis. It's called the Best Tint Edition. And these ones are really, really great because they won't take up, take up much room in your bag they're minis um but of the full-size product they're fabulous so you can get a couple of different colors too so another really cost-effective way of trying out a few different shades and working out which one you like best so i'll have a link to both of those products in the show notes as well now the other big one if you are a student particularly because students do spend a little bit more time outside, like walking from class to class. Uh, you know, if you're still at high school, you're probably doing PE or gym or sports class, whatever you want to call it, is sunscreen. You guys know that I recommend applying sunscreen every single day anyway, but if you are at that stage of your life where you really are spending like a decent hit of time outside on your way to class, then sunscreen is an absolute must. I would avoid sunscreen mists and powders as your primary form of sunscreen just because from everything that I've seen, the studies and whatnot, you do not get the recommended level of protection. Even the sun sticks. Like you have to apply a crazy amount of layers to get the stated level of protection. So I would just opt for a regular sunscreen uh, a facial sunscreen if you can. Uh, for my Aussie friends, I can recommend two non-Korean options because I don't know of any Korean um, options that have been approved by the TGA. Two popular local ones that I have tried myself that I can recommend 
Uh, if you're after a chemical sunscreen, is the La Roche-Posay and Thelios Invisible Fluid. I think that is a very nice one, comparable to a lot of Japanese sunscreens that I have tried. The other one, if you are after a mineral recommendation, is the Bondi Sands Zinc Mineral Face Fluid. Those are both TGA approved. I have tried both of them myself, and I think they are nice options for Aussies that are looking for um, just some, you know, safety and reassurance in the products that you're using. If you're outside Australia and you don't have to worry about all of the same (laughs) conditions that we do with um, UV and, you know, all of that sort of thing, um, I and you can get your hands on it, obviously, another big prerequisite. Uh, A Korean one that I enjoy is the Espoir Water Splash Sunscreen. Now, technically, this is what we call a tone-up sunscreen in K-Beauty, which is that it gives you, you know, a little bit of glow and it's supposed to enhance your natural appearance. But this one is quite a natural-looking one on me, at least. It is, obviously, I'm very pale, but I think that this is a nice um, tone-up effect that it gives. And I've spoken to other people that have different um, skin colors to me here in Korea, and they also really like this one as well. So I think that this one is a decent option if you are looking for something on the Korean market as well. The next thing that I can suggest if you are a student is to take a look at different types of toners because depending on your skin type and the issues that you are experiencing, uh, I think it's really important to get the toning step right and it can also make a difference to your skin. If you're after a multi-purpose toner that combines two steps in one, then our Jellico Dewy Glaze Toner is perfect. It's got an essence and toner in one. Some people also think that it subs in as a serum. And I think that if you had maybe really oily skin, then that might be the case. For me personally, it's not. Uh, but definitely it combines multiple functions in one. It's huge. It's 155 mils. So you get great bang for your buck. It lasts a long time. Um, you can use it so many different ways. You can do the seven skins method with it. You can just use it by swiping a cotton pad over your face. You can use it straight in your hands and dab it. It's really, really... There are so many different ways you can use it. So it is a multifunctional product. Now, if your skin tends towards the oily, congested, uh, clogged pores and all of that, one option I can recommend that is quite a gentle AHA exfoliating style toner is the Jumiso one. It's called Jumiso Yes, I'm Toner AHA 5%. And again, I'll have links to all of these in our show notes. But this one is a good one for gently removing any built up layers of dead skin. Uh, It's got antioxidants in it as well. So the key ingredients, it's got panthenol, which is a really favorite ingredient of mine, 5% of AHA, lactobacillus, and also glycerin. And I must say, considering it has 5% of AHAs in it, this is quite a gentle option. So I think it is a nice option for people in their teens and 20s who are looking for something like that that they can use at the exfoliating step. Uh, I would always uh, recommend to just patch test any acids and introduce them slowly, but I think that that one's a really nice one. Now, the other thing that a lot of people in their teens and 20s have issues with, often because they are experiencing breakouts, is skin barrier damage. 
And Korean beauty has so many options for damaged barriers and, you know, particularly for these kind of budgets as well. One really great line that is specifically targeted for people in their teens and 20s is the Etude House Sunjong line. Uh, and the whip cleanser and the barrier creams in that line in particular are good options for people that have younger skin types. Another one is the Iliun Ceramide Atto Cream. Uh, I think that that is another good option for people with younger skin types. I personally don't find them moisturizing enough for me, but I have dry skin and I'm a whole decade older. So I think that that's really who they're targeted for, who they're really good options for. But if you have any skin barrier damage issues, then those are very wallet friendly and they are also popular here on the local market as well. Now, the other big thing that a lot of people who are younger think that they can skip or don't put a lot of focus on is moisturizing, moisture creams, um, you know, moisturizer, any of those kind of things. So aloe, as I mentioned, is a really popular ingredient among Korean teenagers for moisturizing their skin. We've actually got a whole section dedicated just to products that have aloe vera in them on our site, a whole lot of different like soothing gels, face masks, and serums. So those kind of products I think are a really good option for younger skin, particularly anything in gel form because it is nice and lightweight. Uh, And aloe in general is just a nice hydrating, soothing ingredient that can be good for a whole range of different skin types it's budget friendly so if that sounds like you i would go and check that out uh the other thing is uh, our cherry blossom sleeping mask that is the perfect option for people that do have combination and oily skin types because it gives you all of the hydration you need and it won't weigh your skin down Uh, that is the key difference between a traditional night cream and a sleeping mask is that most sleeping mask formulas will be a much lighter texture a gel texture whereas traditional night creams tend to be very heavy very creamy and very emollient and that is because they are specifically designed to manage aging skin concerns which is pretty much the opposite of what you need to be doing in your teens and 20s in your teens and 20s particularly while the skin is still oily or combination you want to keep it as light as possible you still need to moisturize but you don't want to weigh the skin down so sleeping masks are perfect for skin uh, that is you know anyone that's still attending school in your school years sleeping masks are a good option i would probably recommend using them around three times a week you don't need to use them every night Unless you, you know, are going to school somewhere that just constantly has the AC blasting or maybe constantly heating and your skin is really, really depleted. For most people, I think using them three times a week is absolutely fine. Uh, They are some of the, the main things that I would suggest if you're heading back to school just to take a look at that. Now, that's not to say that you need to go out and buy all of these different products. But I think in general, you know, school is a period where... We're still young. Our skin is going through a lot. It is exposed to a lot in terms of stress. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I headed off to uni for the first time, we did a lot of drinking 
Uh, so, you know, you really throw a lot at your body, um, particularly if you are working as well as studying, you know, at university or college, you've got a lot going on. And one of the first places that it will often show up is your skin. You maybe even have a change of diet. I know a lot of um, our friends in the US will be going off to college and not necessarily living at home anymore. That's another big difference between like college Uh, in a lot of countries and college in Australia, most, not all, but most people tend to still live at home when they're going off to college or at least attend a college like in the same city. You know, if they're not regional or whatnot, people that live, you know, out in the bush, obviously they do need to travel to go to, to uni or college. But that can often mean a huge change in your diet as well. You might be eating a whole lot more processed food, junk food, or just like you don't know how to cook, so you're getting takeaway all the time. That's going to have an impact on your skin as well. So these are just a few different ways that you can incorporate Korean skincare products, uh, some of the things that Koreans here really enjoy using into your routine in ways that won't break your budget. Um, you know, you do not have to spend a whole lot of money to get good skincare. That is one of the best parts about Korean beauty. Uh, you can get really high quality products that don't necessarily cost a fortune. You know, obviously there are there are differences. There are differences between brands and formulations and whatnot. But as a general rule, K Beauty tends to be quite accessible. So if you are heading off to school, then I hope that some of these tips are useful. If you know anyone that is, then I would absolutely love for you to share this episode with them. I know a couple of listeners have reached out uh, recently to tell me that they have been sharing the podcast, you know, in Facebook groups and things like that. Thank you so much. Um, Because of you and because of all of the people sharing the podcast, um, my podcast editor let me know that the month before last, I think it was in June, that our our listens were up 36%. So thank you, guys. That is amazing. I really, really appreciate you spreading the word, getting the word out there. If you have been enjoying the show, that is the best way to let other people know. So I'm going to wrap it up here for today's episode. I will, of course, be back in your ears next week with all the news and current affairs and need to know. But until then, I will see you on Style Story. Style Story.